Ağzı Madde sultanı kulubina mağlana şeyh-i şam kebani, madde del haq, madde del haq ve hücretullahi Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. minkum. And alhamdulillah was a reminder from myself that uh, to be nothing and that we took a path of nothingness. وَعَنَ عَبْدُكُ الْعَجِيسُ الْتَعِيفُ مِسْكِينُ الظَّالِمُ الْجَهَلُ That if not by the grace of Allah we are not in existence. Our way and the way of our beloved shaykhs who are in our eyes and in our heart big only Allah. لَا إِلَىٰ أَنْتَ سُبْحَانِكَ إِنِي كُنْتُمْ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ That was our understanding. That there's nothing but the greatness of Allah and that I am a zalim, an oppressor to myself. And that if I truly took a path in which I believed and it's a constant self-realization, there's nothing but Allah's greatness and if a Prophet of Allah is, is declaring that I'm a zalim and I'm an oppressor to myself. If a Prophet of Allah can declare such a thing, imagine what type of oppression we are putting upon ourselves of, of bad character, of things that Allah wanted from us and reality is that Allah wanted from us and that we are far from achieving. And Jonah the Prophet Jonah is a symbol of that reality and a reality for our path that later in life he became Zulnum. But at first was given a mission by Allah and the light in which he had wasn't able to convince people. As much as he was doing da'wah, as much as they were coming against. There was not a sufficient energy in his teaching, means it's not what you know. It's not the, the knowledge that you've read and acquired through your head and when you speak from your head to other people's head you put them to sleep. That's why professors, most of them they, they didn't achieve what they're talking about. So when they talk, the 200 people in the room are sleeping. Unless that one is real, he achieved what he's talking about, he's a famous doctor, famous businessman, whatever it is that the knowledge he's conveying is real. He lives it, he lived through it and he's explaining from his heart, then it goes to the soul of people for ilma laduni, heavenly knowledges. But things that are conveyed from head to head, it wasn't strong enough. So Jonah is teaching, teaching, people not believing. He said, heck with this job, I'm leaving. And ran from his assignment and 
went onto the ocean and everyone knows the story, they threw him off the boat because there was a storm and he was swallowed by a big hoot, hooty. Nice, nice word for a fish, huh? it's got a hu in it. It's symbolic for us in life because Allah has no time. Every qasa, every reality, everything coming from Holy Qur'an must have an issue right now because Allah has no time, Qur'an is timeless. You can't say it's a fable for old and stories of old. That only Allah must come into our life and explain, no everything is right now. And what Sayyidina Yunus wants for us, Jonah, peace and blessings be upon him, wants for us is the secret of insan. Our whole life is based on this, this kalima insan which has two noons. These two noons, these two noons they have to be ignited. Otherwise that insan is not kamil, it's not reaching completeness. And what Yunus is teaching, Sayyidina Yunus is teaching is that what I had wasn't sufficient and I left. And Allah's rahmah and grace knows that why he's complaining. That your, your light is not yet complete for the mission that you have been given and we're going to throw you into my oceans of rahmah, my oceans of mercy because every student that trying to reach towards realities realizes or should take from Prophet every living hadith who knows himself will know his Lord. As soon as you begin to just quickly look at yourself really with an eye of truth that I'm complete, I'm incomplete. What I have of knowledge is not enough to save me. That my prayers are not saving me because I keep doing bad things. Uh, knowledge I have, I keep doing bad things. Everything that I think I have of, of inventory of knowledge, aqeedah, belief, whatever it is that we think we have, all the Ramadans that we, we fasted, all the prayers that we prayed, all the zakat that we gave, how come it's not changing the character? So Ahlul Tafakkur when they realize and Allah inspire within their heart, Ya Rabbi there must be something more. I'm doing my prayers and nothing changing. I do my fasting but my character is still very arrogant. Everything that I'm doing is not changing me. Allah inspire those servants. Then go to the people of Tazkiyah. Tazkiyah is not a book that you've read but you have to taqlid, you have to follow. You have to be in their company and they're going to teach you. They're going to teach you like that being thrown into the ocean of Allah's rahmah is the first thing that you begin to understand is that I'm going to try to fix myself, identify myself. But as soon as I'm thrown into this ocean of rahmah, I no longer understand myself. That's a good sign. If you didn't reach that sign, you still not jumped into the ocean. You're still playing with your head to figure out if you want to go or not to go. But when you jump into the turuq, into the way of taskiyah, it's all under Islam. But you can go to study hadith, you can go to study to be Hafiz of Qur'an, it's an ocean of realities. The people whom Allah inspired for taskiyah, go and purify yourself. That we are the people who love istighfar and to be mutahireen. 
to be purified and cleaned then Allah go sit with them who are going to clean you and they're going to teach you that you're big fish in a small pond and you understand all your coordinates, you know what you plan for the next five years, ten years, fifteen years of your life, you've got it all planned out. But if, if you come to the real turuks and you jump into their ocean means you take their hand and you follow their way, you follow their exact path, they're going to throw you into an ocean in which you feel you are drowning because you have to be like Sayyidina Yunus Shaykh said, since I've been sitting with the, you people, I can't figure out what I want to do with my life anymore. All these plans I had and all these things I wanted to do, they don't make sense anymore. That's the reality. The Allah wants the mind to be shut off. Your plans through your head is not Allah's will. Islam is taslim and submission to the will of Allah we are living in a world in which we submit to our will, not Allah's will. So it's not something easy to accomplish. We say many times people come to Islam but they have never reached the ocean of Iman. That is not something easy. Iman is a light that be granted into the heart of the servant. They know it, they experience it like a khash, they see these lights coming and the unimaginable emotions because their soul is connecting with them and Allah is granting them sincerity and they experience it, they know it. It's not imaginable that you say, no I'm in Islam, I'm in Iman, I'm a Iman, I'm a mu'min. No, 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 it's not, not so easy. So mean that Sayyidina Yunus is coming and teaching that when you truly realize that you are nothing and that you want to open up that reality, Allah is going to throw you into an ocean. And this ocean is so immense that you don't know in front of it because you can't swim to its shore. Allah has no beginning and no end. This is the greatness of Allah And there's no back because there's no shore, there's no right, there's no shore, there's no left. You should only feel as if you are drowning because you want to reach mawt and qabl al mawt, a sense of like death. That this is not a way in which to build yourself and desires and everything that you want to accomplish but you're learning how to die here. And, and, and Surat al-Asr, the reality of our life is insan khusr, you're in a continuous state of death. You're in a descent from the moment you were born, I don't know what they say in English like oxymoron. You say one thing but you mean something else. The concept of life is actually you're dying. The moment you came into this world Allah gave you numbered amounts of breaths. So you're just taking them, you're on a path towards death. You're not on a path in which you're going to be like a tree and live here forever. No I came into this world now I'm just going to blossom. No Allah said you may have 10 breaths in this world, they breathe 10 breaths and they go. You may have 50,000, you may have 50 million. But everything is numbered and Allah began to explain to the servant that this life of yours is a process of death. You didn't come here to accomplish and conquer everything but I brought you into this world for a taste of something. You'll figure out in your life what was it you were supposed to experience. Some experience it in one day, they come and they go in their breath. <laughs>
and that was enough of what Allah wrote for them. And some experience it in a hundred years, or some people 123 years. Whatever it is, Allah wants us to understand, Prophet wants us to understand, you are in a continuous state of death. If you truly realize that it's going, then you understood that this is Allah's oceans of rahmah. And Sayyidina Yunus is coming and inspiring, Allah going to throw you into that ocean. If you truly are running that, Ya Rabbi, the light I have is not sufficient for myself, it's not saving myself, it's not protecting myself, my prayers are not levitating, I don't feel that when I'm praying my whole soul is going into your Divinely Presence, I don't, I don't feel that when I'm making du'a that that du'a is being heard. Then Allah inspired, if you're sincere and you want to reach, you're not going to reach with your head, you're going to reach with your heart, meet one of these servants of mine that will throw you into an ocean in which you won't understand anything. And the biggest problem people have with shaykhs, not imams of the masjid, the imam with no disrespect, his, his responsibility is to learn something, convey it to you and it's not his responsibility if you listen or did it. He got his check and he goes and that's all that Allah wants from him. Is, is, he's not supposed to play a role beyond that responsibility. If he wants, alhamdulillah. They can learn something and convey and try to hope. But he's not a guide and he didn't take away of taskiyah. And if he is and he did and he's a guide, Allah is holding him accountable. That I'm sending them to you and under your responsibility watch over them, pray over them, take care of them, guide them to the ability that you can. And the rest is Allah's hands, Prophet's nazar watching and awliyaullah's support. And begin to teach. That when we throw you into that ocean of vastness, you're, you're going to experience that shaykh, I don't understand anymore, what am I supposed to do? That's exactly it. You have to be like Sayyidina Yunus salam. go down, just drown in Allah's ocean. As soon as you drown in Allah's ocean, there's a big soul going to come and take responsibility of you. Because the fish, we said before with Sayyidina Musa salam. A fish is a symbol of a soul, the ocean is God's mercy. So he said, be like a fish in my ocean, take as much of my mercy as you can. See how the fish opens his mouth? He thinks he's drinking the ocean. He's not taking a sip of it and trying to be cheap, he's drinking the entire ocean. So Allah is saying, your soul like that, your soul knows my mercy and it wants all of it. It wants to take as much as it can, can move into that ocean, our life has to be that reality. If you feel that you're in an ocean that you don't understand anymore, Ya Dalil al-Mutahirun, the, the, the du'a that I keep making and keep making is a guide of the bewildered. You have to be bewildered. If you're following something that you understand and you already heard it and you heard it last year, you heard it again this year, you're going to hear it again next year. You're not going anywhere, you're going to the same place and going in circles. The guide of the bewildered means that the level of knowledge coming to you should bewilder you, should make your, your whole mind to be confused. And they want to keep pushing it up higher, pushing it up higher but sometimes no permission because some people in the room are not going to be capable of understanding and may go out of faith if they have the incorrect understanding of that reality. But the turuqs, 
the immense amount of realities that are contained within their heart is to take the servant to Allah's bewilderment because there's no way to understand the greatness and the vastness of Allah Definitely not with this physical body and physical understanding, only through the world of light can Allah open the heart to Allah's Divine Kingdom has no beginning and no end, no in front and no behind. But the servant has to enter into a state like Sayyidina Yunus The Ya Rabbi Layla Anta Subhanaka Ini Kuntum My Arabic's back. فَاسْتَجَبْنَا نَجَيْنَا مِنَ الْقَامِ وَقَدْعَلِكَ نُجِّنَا الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah going to save, don't despair from my mercy. If you drown yourself in my ocean of rahmah, that means you take the taruqs, you follow the taruqs, don't speak, don't talk, don't do anything, don't show yourself as anything and die in front of them. Not suicide and crazy things on the internet, this, this is all spiritual, <laughs> this is a spiritual example. Nothing, be nothing. What you know, unknow it. What you learned, unlearn it and come empty. And they're gonna flip your life in every direction, upside down so that you can't see where you're going. And your biggest fight, your biggest battle with the shaykh is that you want to put your mind on his coordinates. I'm just confused shaykh, why you don't tell me where I'm supposed to be working? That's not submission. Maybe they're not telling me where you're supposed to be working but that's not the path of iman. The path of iman, the shaykh's responsibility, struggle in Allah's way because Allah is going to give you reward in your struggling. Not getting it but the struggle to the way is what's important. It's not his responsibility to tell you his coordinates and the whole battle you're going to have is trying to understand what the coordinates of the shaykh is to you. Because to reach to Allah very difficult, to reach to Prophet difficult. But to reach to the one who's in front of you, that's why Allah Atiullah, Atiya Rasul and the hand of the Uluram is in front of you is easier. That once you take their hand and take their path and take their understanding, everything that you're asking and trying to understand the coordinates, they're not going to give you an answer. It's not the responsibility to give you an answer, it's to assist you in your drowning. Be patient, be sabr, make your zikr. Be patient, Allah has a plan for you. Use these tools, meditate, contemplate, listen to Holy Qur'an. Means when Allah is saying in the Jummah, we're reciting in the Jummah that when Qur'an is recited, stop everything, listen, contemplate that perchance Allah's rahmah may dress you. Means then at fajr time, meditate the Qur'an. Sit down at, after Salatul Tahajjud, the hour before your fajr, pray Surah Yaseen, and meditate to Suratul Yaseen and every word that coming is like a light dressing the heart. Or Surah that you, you have a, a, a love for that's extraordinarily important for you, meditate on Holy Qur'an means use all the tools that they gave. Meditate, contemplate, tafakkur, all of these contemplations but never try to put your head on the shaykh's understanding. Leave your head to be headless. Again spiritually, not, not physically. <laughs> That's why the beginning zikr of every turuq, every tariqah, every way of haqqaiq is la ilaha illallah. La 
means bring your breath, la ilaha illallah, illallah into my heart, la unto my head. La unto my head means no head, no head with them. That take your head off, use your head for your work. But for haqqaiq and realities, don't use your head. Don't try to keep questioning the shaykh in a way to understand what the coordinates are. There's no understanding. It's not for you. Mawlana Shaykh many times said that your life is like a sailboat. You put the sail and where Allah blows the wind, that's where you're going. There's no plan. Allah is not going to tell you here's five years what you're going to be doing and ten years what you're going to be doing. Every day Allah has a new tajalli. If you don't live your life like that sailboat, then you're not asking to be a servant of Allah you're asking to be a servant of your own will and your own desires. Allah's will change at any moment. And the whole way of taslim is the turuqs are coming to teach real taslim, not philosophy, not books, not only singing and songwriting, but real taslim in which you submit, enter into that ocean of rahmah in which you truly feel you don't understand anymore what you're supposed to be doing. If you come long enough to the zikr, do the awrads, do the practices, you're going to feel within your heart that the plans you made for your life are no longer really relevant because you came with a lot of desires, oh I wanted to do so many things. When those desires begin to drop and you begin to feel confused with your life and you talk to other friends that have everything planned. They plan how many things they're gonna buy, how many insurances they're gonna get, how many properties they're going to own, everything is planned for them. And then you even feel more rotten because there's a big difference between dunya and akhirah. And if you keep sitting with dunya people and they have everything planned, they are from a different ocean and every time you sit with them you die a little bit because you're not understanding it even make you sick. Like a fish that's in sweet water and goes <laughs> into salty water, it's going to die. It's not understanding. These are all the conditions they want us to understand. Are you feeling that? Are you feeling that all the desires have dropped and the things I have planned for don't seem to be relevant anymore? Ya Rabbi, wa fawudu amri in Allah, in Allahu basirun for verily Allah just sees my condition, I don't know what I'm planning Ya Rabbi, I don't know what's coming tomorrow, what are you going to bring next week? He said, perfect, just sit there with your sail up, I tell you where you sail. I blow the wind this way, you're going that way. You learn Urdu today, tomorrow you're going to learn Chinese if the audience is going to be Chinese. You do what Allah wants, that's your life in, in, in taslim and submission. If you're feeling that? Then you're going to feel that every desire is beginning to drop. When these desires begin to drop then they're teaching, then, then be careful because as you are in the ocean of trying to submit and you, you keep associating with the people who are not submitting, they're confusing all your coordinates and they're making you to be very confused on, your, on what's happening to you and your lifestyle. Maybe it's even speeding up the process, it's better for you. Because you become even more confused, more sad, more sick and more distressed. That is all the process of mount and qabl and mount. Every desire is going until the servant in Allah's oceans of rahmah surrender. And they feel like, okay Ya Rabbi, ah, I'm dying. And they at that time 
when they surrender they realize that when Allah says, I'm going to create life out of your death, hayya min al mayt, means that you came into this world thinking you're alive but you're wrong, you were alive in akhirah. This world is the land of the walking dead, they think they're alive, in Allah's eyes they're dead, their hearts are dead, their actions are dead. Who are alive? Who are Ahl Hayat? Those who died in this world, again this is spiritual, this is not physical. What is he talking about? Means all the desires, the hubba dunya drops. When it drops that servant like no energy in them, no desire within them, they reverse the contract on their being. That Allah like a zalzala, when Allah describes zalzala, what's hidden within you will come out. What's hidden will come out, means as soon as we crack you, shake you, crack you, shake you, just like the womb of the woman through shaking. We said last night, there's a contraction and expansion, contraction and expansion. Every time Allah squeezes, there's a test. This test, if you pass it with good character, with all your tools, stay quiet, stay silent, don't get angry, don't explode, don't give vulgar words, don't, don't re re take a retaliation with your mouth. Allah squeezing, stay silent and Allah is going to expand. That expansion means your daraja going up. He squeezes, sees what's going to happen, Are you sweet and we're going to send you higher. If the squeeze and the character still stays bad, you stay in that station, continuous squeezing. That can be a very difficult life because you just squeezed and squeezed and you fight back they squeeze, you fight back they squeeze. And so Allah has a, has a system, through this contraction and expansion if you pass and they're able to squeeze enough and take the servant to be down, the physical body as if dead. When they describe this is a zendan and we are its zendani, we are its prisoners, it's real. That if this prison breaks open and the reality of the soul begins to come out. When Allah says, have you freed a servant? When if you free my servant that within your insan, that your nafs has prisoned and imprisoned my soul that I put into you, my holy breath that I have put into you, if I free it, and it comes out, it comes out with all of its ilahi powers. It comes out with all of what the gifts of Allah has dressed upon its reality. And that becomes the hadith again, all of this is hadith of Prophet That when you did your fart and you approached me through voluntary worship, I become the hearing. Means now your soul is coming out, Allah said, I'm going to give your soul its divinely hearing. I'll be your hearing, I'll be your seeing, I'll be the breath in which you breathe. Means they hear with Allah's power on their soul, they hear what you can't imagine is being heard. They see with Allah's power upon their soul, they see seven heavens and into the presence of whatever Allah want them to see in just a moment of their vision. I breathe, you'll breathe with my divinely breath means they can breathe all the energy, means every cell of their soul is in zikrullah and they can enter every energy and every light.
There is nothing that blocking them. If you think of the world of light, your light is everywhere. You don't think they can enter into your light? And they give taqleen unto the servant and they give zikr unto the servant. Their light is moving into the light of people. Their zikr is changing the frequency of other people's souls. It's not something small. When hadith of Prophet is an immense ocean of realities. Then when Allah said, I'm going to give you from my breath, means you're going to breathe with nafasa rahmah. In every breath coming in, all these lights come into them, they purify it with their breath and they exhale out all of its realities. With every breath Allah saying, it's going to be dressed from nafasa rahmah and that be the tongue in which you speak. Means the energy and the talks that you give are based on Allah's qudrah. That the talk that they give is a dress upon the soul, it's not a, a discussion for the mind. They don't care if your mind even understood it or not, but your soul understood. Tonight when your soul goes home, it's gonna say, Ya Rabbi, I heard these haqqaiqs, led me to swim in them. And Allah swim in it. Swim in as much of the oceans as you want. If you heard the reality, swim in that reality. And Allah said, I'm going to be the hands in which you touch. Means then their hands have a qudra. I'm going to be the feet in which you move, means they are inheriting from Qadam al Sadiq, from Qadam al Rasul, from Qadam al Haq. All of that Allah wounds from that ocean. Come into that ocean and begin to drown. As soon as you begin to take the process of drowning in which nothing and then a dying man has no opinion. Opinion is for who? The living ego. A dying man has no opinion. Means if you're in that ocean struggling with yourself just trying to get yourself to go down, then you see everything else is resolved. All these other issues are, are so insignificant. Only thing significant is to enter into that ocean to submit. As soon as you feel that you are died and you've gone down into that ocean, Allah can release the power of the soul. And then those servants become from Ahlul Hayat. They understood that real life in this world is not from the physicality. We were lied to. This physicality knows nothing. It's complete jahul. It doesn't even see anything that's in the room and on the streets. If your soul sees what's out on this world of horrific and negative things, then you understand Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem when Allah say, how much I'm protecting you, how much I'm keeping you to be safe. If you just saw how much of filthiness and dirtiness, how much of evilness is trying to destroy you and how much I'm protecting you and keeping you, means all these realities is what they want for the soul to experience, not a life of physicality. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzat amma yasifoon. Assalamun al mursaleen Muhammadullahi Rabbil Alameen Wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa basi Rasulit al-Fatiha Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi